you for listening to Cinephiles Digest. This is episode 44. My name is Matt, and I'm joined today by Travis. <clears throat> Off to a great start here, Matt. Thanks for being here, man. Yep. And Tom? Yo. Got a belly full of McDonald's. Hell yeah. Ready as, to roll. As per usual. <laughs> this episode, we are going to be discussing The Predator, new film in the Predator film franchise, uh, as well as some other stuff we've been watching. A couple new releases, not anything that all of us saw. So Predator is the only featured review, but we'll get into some other stuff. And returning for the second week in a row, let's welcome back Cyrus to the show. Cyrus, what's going on, bud? Living the life. You can take a mic from my hand. No, all right. <laughs> Just, um, uh, what's going on? No, nothing. Uh, saw Toe yesterday. It's pretty sick. They're a Japanese post-rock band. And What's the name? Toe? Toe. Oh, I like, thought you said you saw like a big toad. No. <laughs> that would also be really great, but I didn't see a toad yesterday, which is unfortunate. I feel like my life is actually a little worse now that I know I didn't see a toad. Well, you got to spend more time in the woods. Yeah. Or ponds. Uh, where where did you see Toe? It was at uh, the Crocodile. Uh, I have never been there. I've heard it's really cool. It's not bad, actually. They got a nice little bar sec. They got two little bar sections, one over in the um, stage area, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it small? It's pretty small. It's about showbox size. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little smaller. All right. Yeah. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Pretty cool. They seem to get a lot of like punk shows there. At the crocodile, yeah, they get all sorts of stuff at the at the crocodile. Um, I've been to a couple. That's a hell of a goodbye there. That's the last time I was there. Ah, yes, everyone's favorite punk band. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really like when they punked out on those uh, treadmills. <laughs> in the music video. Um, so real quick before we keep going in uh, our introductions, I am thirsty, and I wanted to give a shout out to my good friend Amy from New York. Uh, she sent me a little care package. She had been talking about some books that she found on uh, like a free shelf at her work. She works for a, a publisher in New York City. Um, so I was expecting some books, and I got home today, and I got some books and some beers from New York. So wow. thank you, Amy. You are the best, and I uh, hope you listen to this episode. What books did you get? Um, two film-related books. Uh, one is like a Hitchcock biography now were these gifts or were these ones that you selected they like i said they were up for free at her work she works for a publisher so they were up for grabs and she saw them and thought of me Mm. because i like movies what a nice friend yeah she is the best she sounds pretty cool she Mm -hmm. lives in new york she works for a publisher she enjoys beer books and beer books and beer so i am going to crack open one of the beers that she sent me uh, this is Does Anybody Remember Laughter uh, by Single Cut Beersmiths. That sounds like a Talking Heads line or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of beer this is. I'm reading the label here. I think we should all take votes. Yeah, well, here, let's do that. So let's crack this bad boy open. I'm going to hold the mic up to the thing to get the nice, uh, hear the Does the anyone fizz. remember laughter? We'll be able to tell what beer it is. All right, shh, let's 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 li- <laughs> <laughs> let's listen. Let's listen. Everybody, be quiet. Oh, it's Rainier. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Hmm, let's get a little smell in here. Well, oh, on the nose. First. So, well, I mean, like before we or sip it. it. Oh, was that what we were gonna do? Yeah. Well, all right. I won't do it because I already know what it is. But 
I'll pass it. What off, do you guys what do you guys think it is? Off to a great start here. <laughs> <laughs> Best segment we've ever done. <laughs> I think this is the birth of a spin-off podcast. Mm. Books and beer. Blind beers. Blind beer. <laughs> beer spotting. Uh Cyrus, what kind of beer do you think it is just based on the label and uh, the name of the beer? I'm guessing uh, some sort of IPA. Okay. Tom? Mm, uh pale ale. Mm-hmm. Travis? Lager. A lager. Okay. <laughs> Let me uh, let me take a sip here. Oh, man. Look at those cheeks go. Ooh, it's tasty. Definitely tastes like an IPA. Cyrus, you want to try that bad boy? How hoppy is it? It's not too hoppy. You might like it. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's definitely, definitely an IPA. There we it's go. Smooth, though. It's smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, pass it around. Tom, your turn. All right. Oh, pale ale, as suspected. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pale ale if I've ever had one. That's good, though. Good choice, Amy. Yeah, that is really good. It's got a nice little uh, smell to it. No, it's definitely an IPA. It's got a really nice nice after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really nice aftertaste. Some IPAs have a real bitter, terrible aftertaste. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, Amy. That's what makes it so rewarding. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know about that. <laughs> uh anyway so that was uh our new segment beer spotting <laughs> um <laughs> what else has been going I on think you I guys remember laughter now <clears throat> <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> travis you have a uh, 90 seconds to talk about football oh uh season's already over there's not much else to say. Raiders are 0-2. Actually, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a Chiefs fan this year. Patrick Mahomes is the real deal, mm-hmm. and he is going to be a fun one to watch. But what yeah. about those uh, those Rams? Those Ram guys? Rams Number are a good team. team. They're, dude, they're they the team to beat. killer defense, but I don't like the Rams. Dude, Todd Gurley? I know. Drew fucking, not Sam Bradford. What's, what's that guy's name? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Good shit. Seahawks suck. Raiders suck. What's new? That kind of, <laughs> they were both kind of good, <laughs> but always, you know, a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's you, the season. You, you have you given up on the Seahawks completely, or no? I mean, I think they'll both bounce back and have decent seasons, but there's no way they're. Well, even if they make the playoffs, they ain't going very far. Cyrus, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Mm, Tom Brady. Hell yeah! Always a good pick. Chiefs or Rams. <laughs> Might Chiefs be versus Chief, Rams might be in the Chiefs Super Bowl. Rams Super Bowl. That'd be fun. That would be great. That'd be really cool. Sweet. Anything else you want to mention, Travis? Um, no. Football's my favorite and least favorite thing, <laughs> and just kind of deal with it. No Madden <laughs> Ultimate Team this year, huh? <clears throat> no, I've been dabbling in franchise on Madden 18 just to you know scratch that itch, but. I bought that game. What about Madden 19? Isn't that out? Dude, let's do it a connected franchise together. Well, That'd PlayStation. Sweet. Oh. I bought that game, and I, I probably played it for like two hours. <laughs> I got too frustrated. Uh, Tom, Stardew Valley. Is that still a thing? Uh, not really. <sighs> I mean, it will be. I'm, I got to come back to it. I mean, summer just started. so I I'm already where you year. are. Really? Yeah, I'm in summer. Nice. Let's start restarting. What are you doing, man? You out there fishing? You you farming? 
uh, mostly fishing. I'm fishing like, is the shit. It's so good. I'm like level six fisherman already. <laughs> 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 Gonna start crafting some crab pots. Oh yeah, uh, kind of expensive. Yeah, no, don't do crab pots. It's a terrible idea. What? Are you a Stardew man? I am definitely a Stardew man. <laughs> yeah, I've heard great things about crab pots. I mean, they do the work for you. Yeah, no, but it's a lot. You got to load them up with bait and shit like that. It's it's. It's a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. Well, I did choose for my proficiency. I had the option of 20% more selling fish or crab pots. fewer resources for crab pots. So I went with Mo Fish. I went with fish too. Mo Fish, Mo Money. Um, so anyway, but you're not, you kind of fell off of it or? Yeah. I mean, I'll be back for sure. <laughs> Just got to wait for the right time. Yeah. Um, I'm boycotting football this year, Chip. which is easy for me. I should say. Yeah, I never really thought you cared that much in the first place, but what's uh what's the reasoning behind it? Uh, it's purely political. Political? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Standing behind cap. Yeah, but I also think it's bad for your brain. So, yeah, oh. whatever. So you're taking a knee this season? I'm taking a knee. <laughs> <laughs> I still, you know, I still, I'm not like adamant about it. I'm not going to like leave a bar if it's on. <laughs> no, you're going to burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a word with the manager. <laughs> Throw a glass um, at the TV. Yeah, exactly. But uh, other than that, I also went to a show mm. at a, another venue I'd never been to before. Mm. Triple Door. I saw Juana Molina. Okay. She's the shit. Anyone? What are we talking here? R&B? Dude, indie? Her own, her own fucking genre. Yeah. Like electronic folk, kind of. But oh. she's Argentinian, and all of her music is in en Espanol and it's super like ethereal and haunting and Is mesmerizing it, but not horny no okay not interesting. sexy <laughs> a little <laughs> kind of sexy sexy okay yeah some of the songs um but she's just doing it and uh, it's i don't know i think it's a really kind of innovative album but she's a little older so it's weird she's 56 she's oh, touring shit. with these two young like 20 something dudes on the keyboard and drums and it was a really good show really good live show but i've been a fan of did her did she just start making music or no she's had a couple other albums that i didn't like as much but this one came out but she started late in the game like a year I'm and a half ago yeah she was she's actually famous in argentina for like a uh sitcom that she did like a comedy sitcom that she was an actress in interesting yeah hmm. so she's the ariana grande of argentina was she in? Was she in like the Disney or something? Yeah, she was on some Disney show. Okay. I think. Um, I yeah, think but... she was on the show with uh, Britney Spears' sister. Oh, she has a sister. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Spears. Yeah, confirmation. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, um, anyway, uh, she's legit, and the triple door was really cool too. I don't know if you guys have been there. What neighborhood is that in? It's downtown. Cool. No, never been. Yeah, it's like an old jazz club, so. There's no bad seats. It's all tables. Like you, you order drinks and food while you're watching the show. Mm, very nice. Yeah. Triple D. Triple D. It actually has three doors. Down. No. Up. <laughs> working. Up and working. <laughs> cool. Anything else you want to mention? No. Uh, two quick things for me. Uh, I mentioned. I think I mentioned this briefly last time on the show. But I'm going to be in California this upcoming weekend visiting some family but uh gonna check out the stars go to hollywood 
see the stars. Lame. I'll probably check out Santa Monica. You're not like going to Joshua Tree with a telescope. That's what no. I thought you meant. <laughs> <laughs> not that. No, not stargazing. Well, I guess I am. No, it's still stargazing. Just down. I saw on Jack up. Black's Instagram a picture of his own star. Yes, today. I did see that. So, is it a new star? Or? It must be, or maybe he was just in Hollywood. Or maybe um, <laughs> found himself. He's promoting his new movie, The oh. House with the Clock in Its Walls. Something like that. It's gonna be trash. Eli Roth. Yeah, I'm excited. He was for in the something else though. Thriller, thriller 3D though. What is that? It's attached to it. The Michael Jackson music video. Oh, right. I read that on Wikipedia, so I don't know how is, um, truthful that is. But is Eli Roth the guy that did those really shitty video game movies? Like no, that's Uwe Bowl or oh, Uwe Bowl. Right, that's it. Yeah. What did Eli Roth do? Hostel one and two, knock knock. Uh, Cabin Fever, the best Eli Roth. I haven't joined. Seen any of those movies? <laughs> Green Inferno. I think that Death Wish earlier this year. He's a uh, trash. I hate him. He's one of my most uh, hated filmmakers. Him and Harmony Corinne. Harmony Corinne is for sure worse. But Dude, come on, Beach Bum. Looks I gotta great. watch the next one though. <laughs> Tom's excited. I haven't even watched the trailer. I just know I'm going to rage. It's just going to course through my veins. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that'll be cool. I'll report back next time we record with uh, California. And uh, other news, I'm going to be moving. Moving with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Get a place in the Roosevelt area here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. I'm going to be neighbors with Tom. Like a 15-minute yeah. walk, three-minute drive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a tattoo. You should, too. Yeah, we should get matching tattoos. Yes. Get them on our butt cheeks. Yes. I mean, I'm neighbors with Matt right now, and I never saw this sort of enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel really, really betrayed right now. Well, ouch. You don't live in Roosevelt. Keep in mind, though, I showed enthusiasm before I moved here. Then I moved here and very rarely saw you. Maybe the same thing will happen with Tom. It's Although, true. by default, I see Tom every two weeks, at least. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. So we'll see what happens, but I'm excited. It's not your fault. I mean, Roosevelt is like the... It's like the Beverly Hills of north of UW. <laughs> Are you closer, further, or like the same from my house? Driving closer. I don't know if I needed to take the bus or something. I don't. I mean, from like Tom's house by water. Like in it's relation to Tom's further. place and my place. <laughs> Are you? As the crow like flies on my side, or like you should know this. Side? Because I, so is the question: Am I closer or is Tom closer? To you. No, is in relation to my place and Tom's place, are you like closer to me? Like, you know, or further away from me? From where I currently am? No, no. Like, in relation <laughs> what to the Tom's fuck like, are you? <laughs> are you asking if Matt will live closer to you or to me? No, I already know he's going to live closer to you because he keeps talking about it. So, what is your what question? What are you asking? But, like, okay, okay, we're just talking about Tom's place here. Okay, okay. So just Tom's place. Wherever you're at. Yes. Is it like on my side or on the opposite side? Of the freeway? Of what? Like on the side of Tom's place in relation to my place. He's what like the fuck directly He's like directly south. Do you understand of me. what I'm trying to say? He is asking who lives closer. <laughs> yeah, he like, is. is no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm asking like if <laughs> Like do you live like He lives directly south? I guess of I'm me. asking <laughs> But it's more so in relation to me than just where Tom lives. Like like cross streets? Never mind. Like just cut this part out of the show. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. Um anyway. Okay, so real quick. So you- <laughs> Yes. Okay. 
you live a 15 minute walk to, to Tom's place. Yes. Three minute drive. Yes. But like in relation to my place, are you like further away? You will live west of me. Tom will live north of me. So I will be going three oh, minutes God. north to get to Tom. Ballard okay. is to the west-ish, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Definitely to the west. Does that okay. answer your question? No, no. I still don't know what the question Imagine is. Imagine a thin slice of pizza. <laughs> you live at the tip, and Matt and I live at the corners of the crust. Okay. Equidistant. That's all you had to More say. More or less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally get it. Okay. <laughs> In relation to pizza... <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. So it doesn't really, not much closer. I mean, two what? <laughs> to, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Anything else before we uh, move on to the next uh, or our feature review? I guess. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's do it. We have a clip. Let's listen in. For you to survive. Go. I got this. It's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Okay, The Predator is written and directed by Shane Black, also written by Fred Decker. Plot synopsis reads, when a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunter's return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race. Okay, Are you first off, <laughs> that description is inaccurate. He does not trigger their appearance. They fucking crash land in the first 10 seconds. He triggers the super predator. Super predator was already chasing when a young boy accidentally <laughs> triggers return, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, that- he does something downstairs. Yeah, but yeah, That's no, he's how they right find though. Him. That's how they find the kid. Yes. I already checked out. There's time. okay. So <laughs> let's put this on uh, on hold real quick. Um, the film stars Boyd Holbrook, Travante Rhodes, aka Big Chiron from Moonlight, Jacob Tremblay, aka uh, Book of Henry, Wonder. Henry's little brother, Room. And yes, in room. Keegan Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Sterling K. Brown, Thomas Jane. Yikes. So, <laughs> before we get into The Predator, I just want to go around the table real quick and talk about how many Predator films we've seen. You can count Alien vs. Predator 2, but have you seen? There's six. There's six total. There's Predator, Predator 2. Predators, the Predator, and then the two Alien versus Predator movies. Predator, Predator Two, the Predator, and then two Alien AVPs, right? So we said yes. Well, also Predators is the others. Okay, I've seen them all except uh, Requiem, which is that's the second Alien versus Predator, right? Yeah, haven't seen the first Alien versus Predator since theaters. It's been a while. Seen Predator Two once. Thought it was pretty bad. Predators was cool. Last time I saw it was in the theater as well. 
but Predator, Predator Two is kind of great. No, no, Predator Two sucks. But <laughs> Predator is fucking amazing. Yes. One of the best action movies ever made. The third best, someone say. I haven't made my list yet, but <laughs> behind? it'd be up there. Behind Terminator Two, Judgment Day, Fuck. and Die Hard. Uh, Classics. I just am not a Die Hard fan. Sorry, guys. Um, I've seen Predator One. I love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. Predator Two. I have nostalgia for. I guess because we had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was recorded on the same tape. So if you just don't stop. The show just rolls right into Predator 2. <laughs> awesome. Um, I talked about whacking off to Predator 2, right, on the show? Yeah. I believe you did. scene at the very beginning. Yeah, it lasts like three seconds. Yeah. Um, and Cyrus, fill us in. Um, on that note, I did not hear about the whacking off, uh, but I did see Predator 1, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Predator 2 I saw on TV, so I think it was probably castrated somehow. Mm. <laughs> and I probably didn't see its full glory. Um, saw Alien vs. Predator, which I actually enjoyed, even though I know it's a shit movie. And, of course, I've seen The Predator. Which is why we're here today. So, I want to save Tom for last. Because Tom is the wild card. I know where Cyrus and Travis fall, Roughly. Don't know where Tom falls yet. Wait, did you give us your uh, Predator rundown? Oh, uh, I've seen all of them. Nice. All six of them. Huge fan. The whole Uh, series. (laughs) (laughs) Predator is the third best action movie of all time. Predator 2 sucks, except for the titties. Predators is actually pretty fun. I got to say, there's that ice meat scene, though. The like the butcher shop scene in Predator 2. Where the SWAT team goes in after him, I didn't. I didn't Honestly, know. I only remember the titties. That's I've the only part I watched. You don't remember over. the voodoo man with the sword? <laughs> oh yes. Okay. No, I do. That guy was that dope. Part. And there's like a, a climax. The climax. Jesus. Not climax, but at the end, doesn't Danny Glover go on to the Predator's ship? Yeah, and they like congratulate him and give him an old pistol. Yeah, and then they just go fly back off to their planet. Right. Yeah, it was sick. Maybe it's due for a rewatch. Oh. Dude, it's a good movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so Alien versus Predators is fun, like Cyrus said. It's a trash movie, but how about Requiem? Uh, Requiem is not good. So I have to ask about the the jerking off. Did you have to rewind it multiple times, or so our DVD player had a feature where you could put things on a loop. Nice. So I would just put that. <laughs> I would just put that scene on a loop. <laughs> Just crank it out, Ugh. and then uh, I mean, I was like twelve years old. It doesn't take that long to crank one out when you're twelve, right? But kids have it so easy these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta be in my bathrobe. I gotta have incense. <laughs> um. So anyway, that's my relation to the Predator franchise. So Tom, you can go last. Um, <laughs> okay. Who wants to go first? I can. Lay it on us. Uh, I thought this movie was pretty terrible. I thought it had a couple cool action sequences. Um, except, like, I thought some of the gore was cool, but then the digital blood kind of took me out of it a little bit. Mm. So even, like, the stuff I thought was cool was still kind of like, mm, you know. But um, the rest of it was pretty bad. Uh, performances were not great. The whole plot of the kid getting involved is super dumb. Uh, the humor is bad. 
borderline offensive in some cases. Well, I don't know about borderline. It probably crosses a line or two. Depending on who you ask. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what the purpose of the whole Tourette's was with Thomas Jane's character. Uh, I want to come back to that, but continue. We can. Um, yeah, it just didn't feel like it really needed to be made. It just felt like an excuse to make another Predator movie. I'd don't really feel like it did anything new or interesting with the story. And it kind of felt like a hybrid of one and two, like it wanted to be out in the, like the jungle or whatever, but then also have like the city aspect to it as well. Um, it just doesn't have the, the charm that the first one has. None of the actors have like charisma or I don't really care about him. Pretty bad. Fair. Uh, Cyrus, would you like to go or should I go? I thought the movie was complete dog shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was terrible. Um, the Predator acting. dog shit or just regular dog oh, yeah. shit? Oh yeah, the, the weird dreaded dog predator thing. <laughs> dog shit probably. Um, the acting was terrible. The plot was just meandering. Uh, it felt like some weird like hybrid Steven Spielberg slash like weird children's coming of age thing with predator elements i thought that the the autism genius trope is like the dumbest thing ever (laughs) (laughs) and it irritated me to no end how this kid was some fucking super genius that can translate alien languages (laughs) just because he has fucking autism like that's fucking ridiculous Um, there's a lot to hate about the movie and very little to like. The CGI was terrible. Uh, the predator himself just felt weightless in a way that he just didn't have impact on the movie in terms of just like a threat. And he, in terms of just the CGI itself, it just looked like some floating 3d guy flying around the screen. I mean, it was just bad. I hated it. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Shots fired. And I love it though. Keep going, Cyrus. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to thank Matt for making me endure that terrible movie. I just I just wanted to leave, but I also knew that I had to come to this podcast, so I uh felt like I had some duty to finish. Well, thanks for hanging in there for us. Yeah. First of all, had to fucking get to. All right, bud. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> um, I like this movie quite a bit. <laughs> I'm actually kind of shocked by this. Okay. So it's really fucking dumb, and it's not at all what I expected. The first like 30 minutes of the movie are, are pretty rough because one there's these different story threads that the movie is trying to introduce and weave together and you're just like what the fuck is happening where is this going doesn't make a lot of sense uh tonally i didn't really know what to expect like i know what to expect from shane black but i didn't really know what his spin on predator was going to be i didn't know if it was going to be super serious hardcore like action intense or if it was going to be like super tongue-in-cheek which it definitely leans toward uh, it's basically self-aware predator that is kind of a throwback to like classic 80s movie tropes. So 
going back to the cast, um, without getting into the casting itself, all of the characters are really thin. Like each character is basically defined by one specific trait That's or the tick. classic like ragtag group. Yes, exactly. They don't really have any background. They go, there's literally a scene where they're going around telling their stories and they basically each say what their weird thing is. One mm-hmm. guy's a Jesus freak, one guy has Tourette's, one guy cracks jokes cuz he witnessed like some fucked up shit, you know what I is mean? Chiron the the smoker. The yes. chain smoker. Yes, the chain smoker. Because that bothered me the entire movie. Yes. <laughs> um, so I kind of like that. It's definitely not, uh, you know, it, it's definitely throwback. You know, it's homage. Uh, so I appreciated the sense of humor at times. Not everything works. The delivery doesn't always work. But there were some moments that, and some gags that really made me chuckle. Like there is, um, we can maybe we can get into it later in, in spoilers. I think we should. There's a lot of plot issues with this movie um, that were distracting, but ultimately I had a really good time with it. But as an example of like a visual gag, there's a scene where uh, Jacob Tremblay's character basically is wearing a predator mask and he goes trick-or-treating so it's this kind of cool like kind of shame black twist on it where you see this like super menacing like mask that the predator wore all through the first movie you know um and then it comes off at the end and you see what he looks like you know here's this little kid the the mask is like three times the size of his head he's walking around trick-or-treating and he like the mask like uh, basically reacts to threats. So this kid just gets fucking blown up. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. The whole house fucking explodes. I was dying. Are you? It was so, that was so funny. Oh my God. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But I thought it was a funny. I thought it was a funny gag. Moments like that. Uh, fuck me in the face like an aardvark. Great line. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Um, I liked. That they there's definitely a lot of CG, but the predator itself, at least the regular predator, is practical. Um, I like the way it looked. Just I don't know, little in- neat, interesting twists on the Predator franchise. I like the gore. There were some cool kills. I had a lot of fun with it. Is it perfect? Definitely not. I don't even know if I would say it's a good movie, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. So that's my initial impression. What were your expectations going into this? I was expecting something more serious. <clears throat> um, I was not expecting it to be so self-aware. It was kind of annoying, but also kind of fun fan service that there's literally like three or four lines that are ripped from the first Predator, like get to the chopper. Oh, that was so bad. Stuff it was like get that. to the choppers, referring to the like motorbikes or whatever. That was oh, so yeah. bad. <laughs> stuff stuff like that. I was you know. so mad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, that's not really what I was expecting. But once it kind of established the tone, I was on board. There were things that annoyed me. Um, I had a really good time with it. I was laughing out loud, sometimes at the movie, but mostly with the movie. Just kind of how over the top and kind of absurd <clears throat> the whole thing is. I had a really good time with it. So, Tom. I really didn't like it. It was a bad movie. <laughs> I I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I dislike it, actually. Because they did things with the universe and the like legacy of the Predator 
that just rub me the wrong way. I hate the obsession with like the bigger and better thing and the like that whole evolution concept. So annoying. You lose all of the mystique in this movie of what the predator is. I mean, what makes the magic of the first movie is like the suspense and the fact that you don't see the predator for forever in that movie. I mean, you get plenty of monster in it, right? But you have to, you got to wait for it. You got to be patient. And the whole jungle scene and the tension and the music. Oh, dude, the final like, showdown. Final showdown Amazing. is off the charts. <laughs> it's all like, you know, it's like man having to be so. I, I love Serious Predator. I'm all the way on Serious Predator. Silly Predator is just not what I want at all. Because these guys. There's no, you know, I don't want ragtag group. I want fucking elite special forces squad going in, eventually knowing what they're getting into and then trying to best the predator and still losing for the most part. That's what I'm there for. So I was pretty annoyed. There were, I mean, there were definitely lots of like nods to the first movie. Like the whole bus scene is basically a replication of the helicopter scene from the first movie. But that helicopter scene is like, iconic and perfect and the the busing was terrible <laughs> and not funny <laughs> yeah actually brings up a thing i noticed and like because i just watched uh the original predator recently just to kind of refresh myself on the the series mm-hmm. and the original predator what does really good is it does things through you know um action like you kind of build up expectations of the character's based on what they do throughout the movie. Right. Whereas in the new Predator, they're just like, this is what I am. The mm-hmm. main character is a badass because he's a badass sniper. And they're just like, it's so dialogue heavy and telling everyone exactly what everything is that I just hate it so much. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, main character, he should have been played by Jeremy Renner. Uh, wrong. No. Jeremy Renner sucks. Basically a poor man's Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I feel I got kind of more like Charlie Hunnam vibes from that guy. Mm, okay. Like a more knight in shining armor type of character. And they look kind of similar. Maybe like a slightly more white trash Charlie yeah. Hunnam. I mean, not that Charlie Hunnam can't do white trash, but yeah. um, I kind of got those kind of vibes from him. Um, well, let's talk about the cast real quick because the cast in the original Predator Pretty fucking stacked. You got yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You got Carl Weathers. You got Jesse Ventura. You got um, what's the the Indian guy? Oh, can't remember his name. Sonny. Sonny Bono. Hmm. <laughs> no, the guy who plays Sonny. Uh, I can't remember his name. Wait, isn't it Billy? Oh, Billy. That's right. Oh, I think his name might be Sonny then. Maybe. <laughs> I, I can't remember his name, but I, somebody <clears throat> told me at one point that he had a bodyguard during the filming of the movie. But it wasn't for him. It was for other people. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like it's probably an urban legend, but that's still the coolest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Um, Just the characters, like, even though they are all kind of defined by one personality trait, uh, they're all just super badass. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. he's the stoic one. He's the one who like goes out in the woods, yeah, and he just like th- gets rid of all of his gear, yeah. and yeah, he immediately gets fucked up, but oh, it's still but a it's badass so gesture, epic. Um, so anyway, the cast in the new film is definitely—I feel like it could use some star power. 
there's familiar faces, but no one's really that great. I I, I liked Sterling K. Brown about half the time. Oh, yeah. He's a, what TV show is he in? Uh, this Is Us. Yeah, that one. I liked him for the first half of the movie. Second half, his character goes off the rails. But the first half, he was like... He was pretty much the only thing I was enjoying. Yeah, there's there's a, a really good, well, maybe not really good. You guys would probably disagree, but they're uh, in like the lab, and basically the punchline is that they just want to know if a if a human fucked a predator yeah. and created, yeah. like if that's how the, the 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 species is diversifying. Right. I also liked the line where she says, "Well, that's not really a predator. That's a you know a hunter or something." He's like, eh, "We took a vote, and predator is way cooler." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Olivia Munn, she, her character is all over the place in this movie because she is supposed to be like a, a biologist. She's a scientist. They bring her in to study, but she's also like a super badass. So like when the time, like when push comes to shove, she can like, she knows how to use a gun. She can like do all these crazy. Dude, like... It's like Chris Pratt and Jurassic World. Right. <laughs> so it's like that's, but then they also, she also at a certain point in the film is also kind of the damsel in distress. She fucking shoots herself in the foot with a trank gun. Yeah. And then she has dummy. to get rescued. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't know, I feel like they didn't know what to do with her. Like they kind of just put her in there. So it wasn't, it's just like testosterone soaked like machismo fest well that the original predator there's is. also That's... the <laughs> one woman in the first predator mm-hmm. remember no isn't she like the first one to die no she's remember they capture that village early <gasps> oh, on. oh she's kind of the one that they're protecting the whole time right well eventually after they realize what they're up against right at first she's a prisoner okay yes so that was annoying um Keegan Michael Key, I thought was annoying. He was yeah, really his bad. <laughs> his performance was bad. Um, Thomas Jane, it's it's see, it's annoying that basically all they they call themselves the Loonies. It's annoying that Thomas Jane is just defined by like having Tourette's. Basically, there was one moment, and maybe we can. Well, I guess it doesn't. I don't have to go into spoilers. Uh, his character and Keegan Michael Key, Thomas Jane and Keegan Michael Key, they have a moment towards the end of the movie. Yeah, how do you feel about it? I loved it. What? It was so <laughs> stupid and so over the top. I laughed and I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. I I think I would have thought it was hilarious if I had been even remotely bought into the movie. But at that point I was just waiting for it to end, so I was like, great. Cyrus thoughts on that scene? <laughs> um, it was forgettable. <laughs> The whole entire movie, I'm probably not going to remember it in about a week or two. <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. Um, and then there's the Jesus freak, which, you know, he was he not he had was my favorite death of the movie. Yes, his was pretty good. <laughs> there's also, there's a death early on where someone gets like chopped in half and there's the blood oh. is just like pouring out the bottom and the guts are starting to fall out. That was pretty oh, good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, the dude who gets his face just like slashed off by the predator was pretty cool. Yeah. So speaking of the predator and some of the deaths and stuff, I mean, I kind of liked it when he like, uh, we're just spoiling, spoiling this whole movie, but uh, the first scene in the lab when shit gets crazy, he has a couple of moments in that scene that are like kind of fun. But wait, who does? That was the predator. one of the better scenes, the lab scene. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he bitch slaps that dude real hard. Remember that? That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the dogs and the um, 
I hated Giant Predator. I thought he looked cool. I mean, I will confess that he looked cool, but just what he meant to the to the series. Also, the whole like exoskeleton under the skin thing. Yeah, she was like, "Did you go see that?" I'm like, "I didn't see." Well, that. Well, she's a biologist. Is... Isn't an exoskeleton supposed to be on the outside? That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> no. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, none of it made sense. Yes. All of the science, all of that stuff is just total bullshit. Why can't they just be fucking terrifying space aliens that hunt for pleasure and are going for the biggest and best trophies? Because it's the Predator Predator universe. Why isn't that enough? Why do they have to be super genius evolutionary biologist predators instead of just like good enough to build a spaceship? And also, (laughs) the whole crux of the movie is not explained. Like, the motivation... This is kind of a spoiler. Maybe we should save this. Um, I'll come back to that point. Um, but it's also frustrating because I feel like this movie probably was like 20 minutes longer and the studio wanted to make cuts to it to make it shorter because there's some just bizarre transitions where it'll just cut to a different location. There's no explanation for where they are, how the characters got there. Like there's multiple times where they're right. like the characters are in vehicles and there's no explanation of how they got them. Yeah. He Stuff gets like to that. his family's home and like there's no travel time for that. Well, so then the other thing, uh, maybe I should also say this for spoilers. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll save that. There's a couple other things that I want to touch on there, but um, yeah, having said all of that, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I saw it with my girlfriend. Haley enjoyed it. We were laughing, having a good time, enjoying the gore. I don't know. Was it as good as the pre- like as Predator? No, not even close. But it was not even. I'm gonna go different. home and watch the Predator just just to satisfy my just to cleanse my that cleanse yourself yeah. from this movie. I'm hoping by the end of this podcast that Matt will truly, truly hate the Predator as much <laughs> as we do. That's not gonna happen. But he's. That's not how wishful that thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I admit that there's issues with it, but I'll buy this bad boy on Blu-ray, 4K. No way. Oh yeah. <laughs> For what? No For what way. scene? Um. <coughs> excuse me. Um. So the lab scene is pretty dope. Uh, I do like the scene with the dogs on the football field. Although, Why I are want they invincible. To... And then, he, he, okay. Yeah, can spoilers. we talk about the dogs a little bit? Maybe in spoilers. Yes. <laughs> Especially so, one particular. They're dog. from um, Predators. Those dogs are they in look Predators. Different. Well, they look different, but the the concept of like a space dog. Yeah. That the Predators. The ones in Predators looked a little bit more like a dinosaur. These ones. Look like a weird, like, Richard Sherman <laughs> dog hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So, no, I mean, did they have dreads and predators? Oh, no, or I don't think they so. They just added the dreads on randomly? I feel like it. It's, From memory, they, I thought they had, like, horns or they were more of like a... I've, I've never seen predators, but I just think it was a terrible aesthetic choice. Gotta, gotta look these up. Yeah, that was weird. People have said that, but maybe... Like I always kind of picture the dre- the dreaditor, the predator having dreads, <laughs> even in the first movie. Like they're dread esque. He's got like yeah these things on, his but it's head. a part of his helmet, right? Like the the dogs. Why do the dogs have dreads? Like human dogs don't have human skin or whatever. I don't know. It's just weird. Like doesn't make any sense to me. 
Well, yeah, the dogs. Yeah, it makes no sense that they have the dreads. <laughs> That's stupid. But. I think it's part of his home. It's not. I gotta Google a picture. Here we go. Oh, yeah. They're like horn, I guess, kind of dread type things, but not Wonder. really. Yeah, way cooler. Oh, that's the dog from. Oh, those Predators. were the dogs from like, Predator. Oh no, he does have. He just has dreads. Predator, like in the original Predator. Yeah, but I just remember there was a part where he's disconnecting his mask, and he like clicks out a couple of things that look like dreads. But I'm seeing pictures. Well, of so I'm a little confused then because there's been kind of some backlash against this movie because it's like, why the fuck do the predators have dreads? Like they didn't stick out to me at all because I always kind of thought that he had like something that was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you always have dreads. So Yeah, but they look like dreads. Everybody who sees him thinks, Oh, they have he looks like he has got he's got dreads. And especially when he's wearing the mask, he looks like an NFL player who has a helmet and dreads coming out the back. Right. But what I'm saying is like people have been talking shit on this movie because the predators have dreads. I'm but just I- talking shit about the dogs, but <laughs> <laughs> You so you mean instead of like previous movies? Yes. Like so, what were the they in the previous movies? Not... I don't know. That's why oh. I'm confused. I always kind of thought he did. I mean, maybe they look more like dreads in this one because they're darker or something. I people, think it's just because if people are that focused on that. Like, yeah, I don't know. They need to relax. Um, <laughs> Get woke, guys. <laughs> There's way more glaring issues than the predator having dreads mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> okay. Well, so any other like final general impression thoughts before we do kind of like a brief spoiler section do star ratings anything else you guys want to mention about the movie other than it was a hot dog garbage apparently movie sucks oh i hated the kid plot yeah shoehorned yes it was like a bad stranger things yes really the kid was stupid (laughs) i think main characters should have died earlier you know, kind of like in the original one where they're just slowly dying off instead of all dying at, in one go. I think it would have been a little better. Yeah, fair. Um, okay, well, let's do uh, let's do some star ratings. Two. Two. Do it. Out of five. One. Yes. It's one of the worst movies you've ever seen, huh? I absolutely hated this movie. You know, there is a half star as an option. I'll take it. Half star. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going for one and a half. <laughs> uh, well, that's the first ever uh, half star rating that we've ever had on the show before. Really? I believe so. When when I get to uh, Vampire Diaries. He's talking featured <laughs> reviews. Oh, featured. Did you give that a half star? God, I hope so. <laughs> I reference it frequently as one of the worst movies I've ever had to endure. Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've ever given a featured review a half star. I think the worst one I can think of for you, Travis, was Thor Ragnarok. That was one and one a half. half. Is that not what it's called? Vampire Diaries? It's not Vampire Academy. Vampire Academy. Vampire Diaries is a show, I think. Yeah. Academy. For the record, Thor Ragnarok oh, is a star. better movie than Predator. <laughs> the Predator. <laughs> You're damn right it is. Even though my star ratings don't reflect that. Um, <laughs> Your star rating for Thor Ragnarok has always been, we just don't count it. I'm going to drop a three and a half on this bad boy. Could have been worse, I guess. So uh, I can live with that, <laughs> I guess. If you can live with yourself. <laughs> I can. I will sleep like a baby tonight. Okay, let's uh, let's get into a brief spoiler discussion. If you've not yet seen The Predator or um, you don't want to be spoiled, go ahead and skip ahead, look at the show notes. 
Um, yeah. So, so let's talk about the dogs. Is there something more about the dogs? You yes. <laughs> spoiler related. Why can you shoot them a million times and all they do is st- number one stand there? They don't attack you. They're like, oh, we're being attacked, even though I'm impervious to any damage. It's called an armored carapace, Tom. <laughs> okay, and uh, <laughs> apparently that did not extend to the side of the head. Chiron domed bullet. the dog, dude. Just point totally... blank. We had to lobotomize it. Yeah, and still, no armor on the side of the head. Is that what we're to believe? Yeah, dude, haven't you ever seen a Triceratops? Why does lobotomizing it become, make it super... Docile? Happy. Haven't you ever seen a lobotomized person? So that was the reason for that? What? That's like the rational, because I missed that. That's why the dog was chill. Oh my God. Yeah, but why was it obsessed with it? Like, why did it... One and a half. (laughs) And, And why did it start acting like a dog? Like, I don't know. And it, like, saved the day, like, like, why did it become, like woman's best friend <laughs> like it just it was yeah the, the whole dog thing was stupid um okay so what i wanted to talk about <laughs> was uh the kid so we've talked about jacob tremblay's character basically being shoehorned into the plot uh the plot synopsis that we were kind of talking about at the beginning where it says that he brings the predators to the planet that's not true but the thing that i want to talk about is the reason why that first predator was going to Earth in the first place. We find out that he was going oh. because he was basically bringing information, or like, well, it's like a predator killer, we find at the end, to Earth to help them defend against the predators. There's zero motivation given as to why this predator Rogue felt predator. like Earth was worth saving. It's a spinoff, man. It's going to be that predator. And he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be at the the predators' Terminator secret council, too. and they're gonna be like, "We're gonna <laughs> fuck up this planet." And then he's gonna be like, "No, I kind of have, I, I, he did have some human DNA, right? So he probably yeah, like banged some say. chick." And he's like, "No, I love this girl on Earth." So oh no, boom. That predator killer thing was stupid. It was so stupid. I thought for sure there was going to be a face hugger in there. Oh, me too. When they said predator killer, I thought it was going to tie it into alien. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be a face hugger. Oh, I think Shane Black uh, knew that full well too. When you see it come out, and it's just dripping black yeah. stuff. And you're like, yeah. oh, it's, it's some sort of alien thing. I thought it was going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I heard <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger was the other one I heard. That would have been amazing. Oh I, like, I would have loved that. Please. <laughs> He's just been cryogenically frozen. Totally redeems itself. Oh my gosh. Um, I do think that because that was very clearly trying to get you to think there was going to be a face hugger or a xenomorph, whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of clever. See, they're, they're, those are the shame black kind of touches, the tongue in cheek, self-referential shit that I, I enjoyed about the movie. Is it all perfect? No. And there's lots of moments that don't mm-hmm. quite work. Um. But tonally, I thought it established itself pretty well after the first 30 minutes or so. Yeah, I guess. Um, but anyway, so... I just thought that was such a lame payoff, though. What you actually get as the Predator Killer. I yes. Was like, what the fuck? Yes. That was lame. Um, so it, it does set it up for a sequel. Whether they pick up that thread, I guess, probably depends on whether this movie performs well, which I have not really heard if it's living up to expectations. Who is the main actor? The top, like... 
What was his name? Uh, Boyd Holgate? Boyd Holman? So is he going to be the lead in the next one, too? Boyd Holbrook. He was terrible. I didn't, guy, mi- I didn't mind that guy. No, he was bad. I feel like he can't carry a movie at all. Yeah, I mean... I, all the characters just were so, like, blah. Like, I just didn't care about any of them. And me neither. None I of them did anything for and me. Really <laughs> I kind of hoped that they would all die. Yeah. Well, you Most mostly got did. your wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really uh, disappointed that Chiron's next film was this. He was good in Moonlight. Yeah, he was, in, he was even better in this. He lo- <laughs> looks like he uh, bulked down a little bit for this movie compared to Moonlight. Bulk down? Yeah. Is that a, no. is that a term? <laughs> Slim down? Yeah. Not as bulky? I don't know. The the scene in the bus, I was just like, that's him, right? Mm. <laughs> I think it was maybe the, the grill. Him not having the grill kind of threw me off. Yeah. Need yeah. the grill. Yeah. That kind of touches on another thing that I really hated about the new movie was the first one. You you have an all-star cast of just gigantic people. Yeah. Like these people are just physically large. They look like action figures. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Predator, and it's just a ragtag group of tiny, tiny men. And it just wasn't doing it for me. Tiny losers. Yeah. I know. I need some, like, I need some erotica. Yeah, a little bit of male erotica. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Predator is, like, basically the whole Top Gun volleyball scene for two hours remember the scene where they have to set all the traps for the predator and they pull down the trees and they're all shirtless like pulling down trees with vines it's amazing i just realized that we've gone this entire review without even mentioning one of the people in the crew fuck the game of thrones guy (laughs) we haven't even talked about him i don't remember a thing he did alfie allen because he was he was pointless. He had there no was role. no there was what what was his tick? Even? I don't watch Game of Thrones, so you'll have to. He just liked to blow stuff up. The other guy, the only Which one we guy, haven't they talked were about. All pretty forgettable. <laughs> he was like actually, I think he was there to serve as kind of the normal person in the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that the mic might not have picked it up, but Cyrus is talking about he did. He does the magic trick. He shows the cards, and he goes like this, and the card's gone. He's also the guy oh. when who gives the speech? They're like making fun of the speech that someone gives, or he was like, "I wasn't really inspired by that speech, but yeah. I'm gonna go anyway." Yeah. Oh, it was the main guy, Boyd. Did he have a little bit here? Kind of. He's, He's eating those pickles. Yeah, he was the guy who wasn't going to leave. He was like the only guy who was going to stay on the couch. And then, then Keegan-Michael Key was like, come on, we got, we're, we're going. Oh, okay, like yeah. I, I know which guy you're talking about. We didn't even talk about that guy. And, I mean, for good reason. He's he's a nothing. He's, I think, the first one in the crew that gets killed, right? Of the loonies? Mm-hmm. Well, how does, he, how does he die again? Yeah, he's, so he's... So they have this kind of Mexican standoff scene. Uh, near the alien spaceship, and Alfie is sitting watch as recon, I guess, with a sniper rifle, and the alien just kind of, what is it, chops off one of his arms or blows it off or something like that with his little tri oh, Yeah, he thing. sends up that flare right before he goes down. Right, yeah. He was forgettable. God. All the he characters were forgettable. He died pretty early in the movie then, right? That's probably uh, why I, I don't mean, really remember him. Fairly early in terms of like the actual action scenes. 
you know. I feel like he didn't really have much to do. He didn't. Um, But the the one other thing that I wanted to mention, um, there's a scene, the scene where they first find the kid. It's like on that that soccer field scene or whatever. Mm -hmm. How the fuck did they find that kid? Like right at the moment where he's going to get killed by the dogs, they just drive onto the field with like the bus. Like, did I miss something? Yeah. You miss one sentence, which is, you know, like, we got to find the kid, you know, like where would he go basically oh, one of the right. kids asked the dad like oh you know your son so well where would he go when he was in if he was in trouble obviously to the field where he's a very well-known sports star no there's no context for that <laughs> <laughs> um so there's not a lot you that was that whole thing was a punchline you were just supposed to interpret that dad knew he would go to the field that's stupid totally yes <laughs> That was annoying. That was one thing where I was like, wait, what? How, how the fuck did they all of a sudden know where he was? Like, they didn't have any tracking equipment. Like, that was frustrating. Actually, that whole part of the movie was really frustrating for me because I just didn't understand where they were getting all of this equipment. Like, I don't know if they... Did they explain where they got the bus from? Or did they just suddenly have a bus? They were on the bus. Yeah, they, or they took it from Or no, that, not the like... bus, the RV. The RV that they had later. Oh, I think there might have been like a five second thing for that. Was there? I must have blinked or something like that. Cause Somebody I just that. said like, get us some some wheels. Oh, no, that's when he was asking uh, Chiron to, to get a car and then Chiron grabs a cop car. Yeah. We don't see how he gets a fucking cop car. But. Also, like the super high grade military weapons that they suddenly have out of nowhere. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me either. Like this movie, I don't know. I hated it. Yeah, I hated it even more than I, I did going into this. Let the record show Cyrus hates the Predator. Um, okay, anything else you guys want to talk about on this one? No. I think we've beat, beat it. it to death. <laughs> I could keep going on about how much I hate this movie, but I mean, there's just so much. Is there anything you liked? What's the half star for? I mean, if I could give it, a, can I give it a zero star? I don't think so because they like made a movie, yeah. and got to theaters. So yeah. there's really nothing for me to like about this movie at all. Um, the Come references on. to the older movies was stupid. Like, get to the choppers. Yeah, it's dumb. Olivia Munn's character was point. I guess. I guess the lab scene was okay. Uh, it did have like that feeling of suspense and dread that you would expect out of a predator film a little claustrophobic right which i liked i mean even kind of like had an alien thing going on where yeah you know olivia munn's characters is hiding in that little can we talk about that for a second because i think i missed like why he didn't oh dude that's a reference to the first movie because she was oh she didn't have a weapon right Mm -hmm. if you're like a frail not physically imposing individual with no weapon and you look scared they just let you go no interest but i mean they just they fucked with the predator too much you know he catches her in there when she's hiding easily why wouldn't people do that obviously she's in here but then when he's running on the top of that scaffolding and she's right below him he has no clue and she's keeping up with the fucking predator i know he's supposed to be big and heavy but the dude's like a freak why wouldn't people lean into that a little bit more if they knew that the predator wouldn't attack them if they weren't. I don't know, man. Clearly, that story got out because the woman escaped. She definitely shared, you know, why she survived. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd just be naked without a gun the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> you'd never die. And then also <laughs> Predator's best friend. <laughs> um also the lack of the like thermal imaging part that was in Predator. Where where did I go? I know. Where there wasn't the good one stuff? scene where he's like doing the whole the thermal imaging part? Yeah, it was sort when? of the end. Maybe was... I was maybe I was using the bathroom at the time or something like that, but I, I one of that. the one of the scenes was when one of them was talking and it was like translating it on screen or whatever for us oh that part also the whole translating thing was stupid i hated that yeah like these aliens we should not be able to understand them like they should be this weird like enigma you know i i just hated that too the whole thing was stupid uh one joke that i did like is when the guy has that piece of predator equipment it's the thing that like turns into a blade and slices shit. Yeah. <laughs> just throws it out. And they're like, oh, it's going to come back. It's going to come. You got to catch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cuts his fucking hand off. That reminded me of like the whole Mad Max thing. You know, uh, was it um, was it Road Warrior when the guy throws out the boomerang and oh. tries to oh, catch yeah. it? I, I don't remember that, that not scene. too long ago. That was great. Oh, man. I Everybody knew it was going to happen, but it was pretty satisfying when it just fucking rips into him. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, that'll do it for the Predator. Uh, if you have thoughts on the Predator and feel so inclined, you can shoot us an email. Uh, it's going to be cinephilesdigest at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. It's one of the more polarizing reviews. And, um, we, I mean, we went like a good 45 minutes on that. So tell Matt why he's wrong. I hope people have opinions. Yes. Tell, tell Matt is wrong. Everyone loves telling Matt he's wrong. Um, what do we want to do next? Probably the nun. Let's talk nun. So Tom and I are the only ones who saw this. So this is, uh, the new film in Travis's favorite film universe, uh, the conjuring film universe. (laughs) Hell yeah. And, uh, this is a spinoff from conjuring Two, which featured the nun, uh, you know, relatively like she's the main scare. That was the best part of conjuring Two. Did you see Conjuring 2, Tom? So, actually, Travis and I talked about this in, in the car on the way here. And I was like, so, I can't, I don't know if I've seen The Conjuring because I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of Insidious. But the nun has a flashback that shows a guy that I thought was in Insidious. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's in he both is, movies. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think I've seen any of The Conjuring movies. Wait, didn't... Or Annabelle. Even... Didn't we talk about it on the horror bracket that you liked The Conjuring? I was probably thinking of Insidious. <laughs> it's funny because I, I knew he was in both those movies, but I never like made the connection that they're kind of similar. And did he do them both? James? James Wan? Wan? Or no? He didn't do... Someone. Oh, wait. No. No. Who? Someone. Maybe he did. Who did Insidious? did Insidious? Let's yeah, see. you're on it. Um. But anyway, James Wan. He so he did Insidious and The Conjuring. They have a similar vibe. He they do. Yeah. Did even when I was watching The Nun, I was like, "Yeah, this has a feel that's similar to Insidious." Yeah, he did Conjuring one and two, and then Insidious. So real what quick, a hack, stupid. Jesus! Christ. Real quick before we keep going, did you want to stick around, Cyrus? Do you want to stay for the rest of the show? Because you don't have to stay if you don't want to. If you got work tomorrow or you want to take off, it's your call. I'll stick around. No worries. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. Um, so The Nun, spinoff of The Conjuring 2. Mm. 
Uh, this movie was bad. Mm-hmm. I thought the nun was the creepiest part of The Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. And the nun was not creepy in this movie. They don't show enough of the nun throughout the movie. And then when they do, they show too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's like weird like zombie nuns in this movie that are fucking stupid. Yeah. Like not scary. Yeah. All of the jump, jump scares you see coming from a mile away. I know. See, I, go, I was mad at this movie because I'm pretty easily scared. Like I'm not a, a stoic horror movie watcher. So I was like scared despite the fact that i saw everything coming a mile away and it none of it was none of it was tastefully done it's all just like super tropey super uninteresting nothing about this movie was interesting at all i didn't care about the characters i didn't care about the plot uh i thought the setting was kind of lame I thought the castle was kind of cool. I kind of like the notion of these like these couple nuns who live in this yeah. huge castle. I thought that was cool. The location was was interesting. The movie just has sort of like this a storybook vibe to it. Sure, yeah. and I don't know. I just I've heard that story before. Scary shit in a castle. It's like everything from Dracula to Scooby Doo. So there's nothing really new to experience in that, but. I mean, I can see where you're coming from. It had a ominous vibe, a lot of corridors and doorways and stuff. Yeah, but how were the jump scares? Not good. I I was I was never scared. There was one scene that was kind of creepy, and I'm, you'll probably know what I'm talking about, Tom. It's towards the end of the movie, where one of the characters goes into this room to try and rescue uh, the main girl, Tessa Tessa Farmiga. Do you know how to pronounce it, Travis? Vera Farmiga's little sister. Oh no, no shit! Idea. I was like, how'd they find a girl that looks so much like Vera Farmiga? Didn't yeah, it's her little sister. sister. Okay. Yeah, it's T A I S S A. So I don't know if it's. Tessa, I know the scene you're Tessa. talking about. All of the nuns with yes. like the bloody hoods and like they're all standing still. That was kind of creepy. Yeah, but talk about weird motivations in this whole movie. Everything they do, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's. I mean, that's the biggest problem that a lot of people have with horror movies right why would you ever go in they don't even try in this movie no every time something crazy happens they're like well let's get a closer look at this see what's going on even the fact that they stay in there after the first night i would have been like nope we got our answer i'm fucking out of here and i'm coming back with an army of people with torches or something because why would you why would you stick around for that nonsense yes the plot is nonsense we just got out of the most harrowing experience better split up so we can find the next scary thing (laughs) faster like what the fuck (laughs) that was so stupid that's Um, the thing that bothers me because like i i do still get freaked out but i'm like oh god could this be any any more generic yeah so i as far as performances go i thought Tasa, Tysa, whatever her name is. I liked her. She was, you know, charming. Um, yeah. Damien Bashir, I usually like him a lot. The older dude? The the priest. Yeah. Father. He was okay, I guess. I mean, I like that Nothing guy, but um, I kind of came around on the, the villager. Yeah, Frenchie. I hated him at first, but I kind of came around on him. I really hated him at first, and I think he was replaceable at best. Yeah, sure. Um, were you about to say something? Oh, else? it's 
completely irrelevant, but well, kind of. But uh, the Farmiga sisters are twenty one years apart. Pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. Yep. She looks like she could be her daughter. <laughs> I was right? Like, what yeah. is going on? Here? I love the same thing too. When I first <laughs> knew that she, I, I assumed because I heard about her a couple of years ago. I think they made this movie just because she had a little sister, and they were like, "Perfect, <laughs> let's get her <laughs> let's in here, let's freak her out." Um, one of the worst lines I've heard in a long time. This p- movie involves the blood of Christ. They find the blood of Christ. And Frenchie goes, holy shit. And then the father goes, the holiest. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I like wanted to yell at the screen. I was, I was like, are you I thought I misheard kidding? it. I was like, what did he say? <laughs> Why? Is, like, it's so tonally like there's a couple moments where they go for humor. Mm-hmm. One is not funny. Two tonally comes out of nowhere. Like, why would you be cracking jokes when there's fucking zombie nuns and demons and creepy, like, I get it. Like, people react to fear with humor. Yeah, gotta make light of the situation. There's no (laughs) way you're gonna fucking lay down that fire line, like, when you're in this situation. Like, dude, these movies, it's like, okay, so I haven't seen The Conjuring, but now that we've established this same director and similar vibe to Insidious, one of my... my thoughts about Insidious 2. I don't know if that's the same director, but they pull out all the stops for those movies. Like every horror cliche moment. Like every time you see like a mirror or something, you're like, something's going to be in the mirror or it's going to shatter or something like that. And then they do the same shit with this movie too. There's no restraint, no subtlety. Well, if you haven't seen The Conjuring, and I haven't seen any of the other Conjuring Universe movies, mm-hmm. but I do really, really like The Conjuring because I think it does that whole cliche horror thing really, really well in a really well-polished mm-hmm. package. That's fair. I, I mean, I would I would watch it. Is it also it's on Netflix. demon-themed or is it other forms of supernatural? Ghost, demon, possession type Your shit. favorite. It's is it? Yeah, I'm more of a witch guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you like the others, and that's yeah, and the witch, and Made hereditary. The witch so. is great. Did you like Insidious? Um, uh, I don't remember really. I remember it freaking me out. I remember the scene where you see the demon behind the dude when they're talking to the, the, Darth the Maul. Dinner table. Yeah, that was Darth Maul. Maul. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. But it has a terrible ending. Yes. The second he goes into hell, I was like, I'm laughing now. Yes. So The Conjuring, <laughs> you especially, I think, would like The Conjuring. Okay. A lot. Like, it, it's one of the better horror movies, especially, like, big big budget kind of Hollywood movies. That's right? Yes. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, because I've seen it on there. It's very good. All right. It's very good. One of the better horror movies. I honestly would probably choose The Conjuring over The Witch. Perhaps a Whoa. controversial opinion. <laughs> I just rewatched The Witch. We'll get to it Oh, later. you did? Oh. Um, but anyway, The Nun. Anything more you want to say about The Nun? Mm, I don't think so. No, not really. Okay. Uh, again, just stupid ending. 
Yes, very very stupid ending. <laughs> the whole climax was just like whatever. They use the very end of the movie to tie it into The Conjuring. Uh, which I guess that wouldn't make sense if you haven't seen the set, set the scene for me the very very end I was just thinking of that like how they escape and stuff like that how... involving Frenchie the thing oh, on his neck oh yes they, totally they, then Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson or like a basically so this circles is back a prequel right. end of those? okay yes but they're probably going to make a sequel to this since it did so well right? it made so much movie did you guys know how much money this movie fucking made it made 150 million worldwide <laughs> the first weekend but critically, it's getting trashed. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Do viewers like it? Um, I don't think it has the best. No, it so, doesn't have a great user score. So the Predator, I still have it pulled up, six point one out of ten on IMDb, which is honestly not awful. It's not good because it's, it's kind of an aggregate rating. Yeah. Um, well, it's got a thirty-four. Here's the nun for you. And twenty-seven for the nun. That sucks. So the nun on IMDb, anyway has a lower user score than the predator yeah same with rotten so uh yeah i it's not a good movie the conjuring is fantastic the conjuring 2 is good i haven't seen the annabelle movies but anyway strong performances spooky atmospherics and a couple decent set pieces that's fair enough okay that's the nun. You want to drop drop a star rating on that bad boy? Two stars. Also two stars. Oh yeah. Uh, Travis, I imagine as usual you've got uh, some uh, some new Plethora. releases you want to talk about. Let's get into it. Um, well, I didn't mention two newer releases on the show last time, so I'll uh, mention those real quick. So probably about a month ago, <laughs> I saw Alpha and Mile Twenty Two. Alpha. I keep seeing stuff about that, but I don't know anything. It's a dog movie. Dog movie. Wolf, man meets wolf. Yeah. You mean, oh my God. I really want to see that, but let me know if it's terrible first. Is Uh, this a prehistoric scenario? Prehistoric? Um, I mean, it's it's early time. Early time. Like (laughs) five o'clock in the morning or like the 30s? Don't... Don't quote me. I, something AD? I don't know. <laughs> Probably BC, dude. BC. <laughs> it's got to be prehistoric because it was like when man domesticated wolf. Got right? it. Is he wearing furs, the main character? Yep. Yes. And they okay. they don't speak English. Um, yeah. They have their own kind of language. Anyways. Is like it, Cloud Atlas? That's that not right? why we're here. <laughs> Did they speak the true true? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, anyways, it was uh, pretty enjoyable. Um, let's see. Looked good. Like it looked, it was visually stimulating. Except it did look very fake. So it's like, like Beowulf. No, like a <laughs> like a three D like screensaver type thing. Oh, where all the landscapes look super fake. Well, and I saw it in three D, so maybe that didn't help. Uh, but it all looked like. CG like landscapes, so it looked really cool, but it obviously looked really fake as well. I mean, is it worthwhile to watch? Yeah, I mean, it's a very like simple story. It's about this kid who gets injured, and then he's basically like left, and then he stumbles upon this like pack of wolves, befriends one of them, then they have this whole like man dog relationship that's good enough for me i'm sold got some uh, hardships out there and just trying to make it back home 
But um, yeah, it's entertaining. It's suspenseful at times, a little thrilling, pretty to look at. Cool. Yeah. Worth a watch. I'll give it a shot. All right. Better than the last two movies we talked about, even though I didn't see The Nun. I'm sure it's a better movie than The Nun. It is. Low bar. Uh, and then Mile 22 was Garbaccio. What's that one about? The Mark Wahlberg yes. joint. Yes. And Awful. someone else. The dude from The Raid. And Ronda right. Rousey's in it. Okay. The dialogue's terrible. The It's it's fairly like fast paced. Like it gets into the story and like it gets moving and all everything goes pretty quickly in the movie. But I was like so bored and so like disoriented by what was going on. There was one cool scene where the raid dude like breaks out of a like a a bed that he's chained to, but besides that, the movie's awful. It feels like a movie for like teenagers who mm-hmm. are like obsessed with Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. It's bad, really bad. <laughs> okay, I'm um, not gonna watch it then. Yeah, I don't think too many people did, but it, it was yeah awful. The humor was bad. Pretty much everything about it. Wahlberg can't bring him to the theaters like he used to. Nope. Except he's doing a ton of stuff. You think maybe he's doing too many things and it's kind of diluting his stardom? No, I think he's still Mark Wahlberg. It's just... This movie didn't get a ton of publicity. He just does whatever just to make money. It seems like he's in it for the money and not in it for the art. It's like kind of a Nick Cage thing. Actually, there's that... We'll get to Nick Cage in a (laughs) bit. I was going to say... There is that new movie. Yeah. I'm interested because I heard good things. That is high art, my friend. <laughs> um, I'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, Gotta have Matt for that. Oh, yeah. Once he's done pooping. Okay, and let's get back to where <laughs> we were. Talked about searching the little stranger, right? Yeah. Hmm? We did talk about searching. I'll start with uh, Skate Kitchen. Start again with Skate Kitchen. Skate Kitchen. What the hell is that? It's a movie that came out this year. It's like a coming-of-age story about this girl who's kind of lonely on her own. She's, like, dealing with her mom, like, trying to basically, like, still trying to parent her while she's, like, becoming an adult. So she's, like, dealing with, like, a curfew and all that. And, like, all she wants to do is, like, basically, like, go find herself and, like, hang out with her friends and all that. Um, but then she has to deal with the stuff with her mom at home. But it's just basically like a coming of age story, um, following this girl in this like group of skateboarders. They're like it's an actual group I think called Skate Kitchen. I think it might be like part documentary. Like the girls who were in the group were the actors in the movie. See, I thought you said Escape Kitchen. Oh no, Skate Kitchen. Great TV show. I think that if it was like <laughs> Escape Kitchen, where it's like yeah, she's trying to escape her mom through cooking i'm like man i totally watched that. <laughs> <laughs> i'd be totally down for that but yeah, you had to be lost when she was like, like coming of age film where she's skating i mean that sounds good too you know i just can't connect with it that well this sounds like an armageddon deep impact situation with mid 90s the other skate kitchen of the year yeah kind of i could see that but this is mostly like female driven that one seems more male driven and was it good did you already get to that part? loved it yeah. Loved it. Uh, one of the most beautiful looking movies of the year. Um, skateboarding movies are awesome, whether they're documentary or not. 
Um, yeah, and I, just, I mean, you said you couldn't relate to it, but I feel like everyone could relate to it just because everyone's dealt with like parents, you know, trying to restrict you from doing things when you're becoming an adult and like having a curfew and all that. So like, yeah, really good stuff though. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, where'd you see that? I saw it at Regal Meridian downtown. Do you still have movie pass? Is that how you're still? Because you still yep. occasionally go to. Re- is how is? Can you give us a movie pass update real quick? Like, what's the state of the currently app right now? movie pass? You can get three movies a month for ten dollars, but there's a schedule every day. But Skate Kitchen was on there like every day, so it was perfect. So is it is it only certain movies are available, or yeah. most movies but only certain times? So like indie movies usually are available every day for like the week or two that they're out but then like the big releases select days will be certain movies so like one day it'll be like searching and crazy rich asians and then the next day it'll be alpha and mile 22 and then they might flip-flop the next you know the following days and they just like kind of keep rotating until they're out of theaters so it's almost kind of like curated like they'll pick each day like these are the movies you can see yeah and they have like a weekly schedule on their website so you can kind of plan in advance um and then if you see your three movies for the month then you can get certain discounts on additional tickets but it's only like a two dollar discount so it's like not that cool but i mean if you already pay for the service and you really need to see it at a regal i guess that could come in handy yeah i think i'll keep it though as long as i'm hitting my quota three a month especially because skate kitchen was only playing there and at sif so I couldn't use my A-list for it. Had Ooh. to see it. It's great. Uh, you want to keep going, or should we uh, pass? Uh, um, I'll pass for now. How much do you have, Tom? Two, I think. Did I talk about, won't, uh, will you be my neighbor already? Uh, never heard of that yes, movie. Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. This is a good movie. Uh, <laughs> then I've only got one, which was... Spectre, the latest 007 installment. Oh, okay. Yeah. And? I'd seen it before. Oh, okay. So this is a rewatch. It was a rewatch. Uh, but I don't know if I was just in like a better mood or something when I watched it, but I was kind of like into it. I was really into it, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I really only remembered the opening scene which is the Day of the Dead scene in Mexico. Which is a great scene. Which is a great scene. The camera work in that scene was actually really noticeable for me this time. Yeah. Um, Excellent camera work. James Bond, you know, I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. I'm just, I'm super on board with it. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but yeah, I love it. I hope he never stops has he already said that he's not i mean i think he's kind of back he's gonna do times. he's gonna do one more he is okay yeah good but the it doesn't have a director anymore because danny boyle dropped out oh okay um yeah just good good uh good camera good good cinematography throughout the movie um i got a little i get a little bit lost when i watch this movie with sort of what you're talking about with predator like how did we get here you know sudden suddenly he's in some other location and there's just not a whole lot of context for it but um yeah i think that's everything i need to say about it christoph waltz is his name right the that 
German actor. Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy. I like him as the villain too, just because he's supremely watchable. Um, yeah. I'm not really into that whole, like, the psychology of James Bond and all the stuff that they do with, like, his history and Skyfall and stuff. It doesn't bug me that much. I just think it's not really necessary. I just want to see Bond doing Bond stuff. Yeah, sure. Mackin' on ladies. Mackin' on drinking ladies. Drinking martinis. Always cool. Never surprised. <laughs> Never su- <laughs> He's unflappable. Anyway, if anybody uh, hasn't seen spectre i have not they should check it out really yeah. it, it's good i saw skyfall skyfall is amazing i have seen very few james bond movies that is one glaring blind spot in my uh film watching history hmm. uh you mean like going back like i've seen the one with halle berry that was die another day tomorrow never die another day die another day that I've one's seen horrible. skyfall I like I think I saw the first one with Daniel Craig. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yeah, that's probably it. Wow. I mean, the plot of Spectre basically circles around the idea that there is a... Isn't Christoph Waltz the villain in that? Yeah, yes. he's like the head of a secret like villain society of which all of James Bond's... Like, all of Daniel Craig's previous villains have been a member so oh, it's God. sort of ridiculous yeah but, but i you just don't have it's like awesome really powers have to dwell on it that much it's just like <laughs> it's just like a side detail i don't even re- really remember what they were trying to accomplish what that villainous group was trying to do but. don't remember yeah it's been a while since i've seen it but. doesn't matter it just looks pretty it's just a good looking didn't movie. uh sam mendes direct that or mm-hmm. was that he's done he's oh. done uh did he, do he did skyfall too? and spectre oh, okay yes did they get deacons back for spectre or no mm-hmm yeah, oh, it's got shit. Deacons. That's on Amazon, right? <clears throat> I believe so. I know everything about it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out, dude. It's good. Yeah, I think it's uh, streaming in 4K on Amazon. And uh, Sam Smith does the uh, theme song. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the song. Watch it's not it as good as the Adele one, the, the Skyfall one. Yeah. That one's pretty That's great. That's a great one. I know, but come on. It's Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I do like you talked about Die Another Day earlier. Uh, I do like the song for that. That's Madonna. I think I'll die another day. I I don't remember really watched that movie the one time. They're driving sports cars on the ice. Yeah, flip over, skis on the top of the car, skiing upside down in the car. That's That's dope. Stupid dude. <laughs> okay, uh, Cyrus, you got something you want to talk about, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I've been watching. Uh, I haven't seen any other movies really, besides from Crazy Rich Asians and um, The Predator, which I'm going to repeat was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it if you're a masochist. <laughs> uh, but I've been watching some TV shows, so I've been watching Better Call Saul. I loved Breaking Bad, so and I really love the Saul Goodman character and Mike Ermintrout said it, so. Yep. Better Call Saul provides them in spades. And so if you like those guys, definitely watch Better Call Saul. So are you just caught up with the Netflix seasons or also with the current season? Um, I don't have Netflix. I get oh, that's right. all of my media through sketchy. Don't tell them. <laughs> I don't They're get listening. all of my media <laughs> through sketchy sites. Nor do you have Netflix. I, I just don't have Netflix. I'm too cheap for it. 
and uh oh yeah glow which i wanted to talk about last time but oh. i forgot to and glow is fantastic it's an amazing show and uh, i just like how real all the characters kind of feel they're all kind of fucked up in some ways which is kind of great I like that uh and can't wait for next season cool um well i'll keep the tv train rolling real quick i finally got back into bojack horseman i tried uh, that show it's fucking amazing i love it i'm <clears throat> i binge watched the whole first season i'm like three episodes into season two it's so dark and so funny and so poignant and the the cast of voice actors is so good like you got Will Arnett doing Bojack. You got Aaron Paul doing a voice. Uh, Kristen Schaal is a prominent, um, like, kind of side character. Um, you got Patton Oswalt doing lots of voices. Paul F. Tompkins. Just awesome cast. All the greats. I cried in... I mean, you're laughing at me, but <laughs> it's actually... So, like, this show... <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's mad you know like it doesn't take anything <laughs> i know you guys are laughing but the penultimate episode of the first season of bojack horseman Jesus. is really fucking sad and heartbreaking and hard to watch um i'm kind of obsessed with this show it's like right up my alley super dark hey i'm gonna give it a shot I've heard it does take a honest try. Yeah, I'm also gonna watch it without Sarah because she was like, "This isn't very funny." And then she's like, bringing it. It's down not like bit. I kind of changed my perspective on it because I this is the third <laughs> third time's the charm. I had watched like half of the pilot. Okay, didn't like it. Try mm. it again. I watched the pilot, finished it, didn't start the second episode. So this time I just kind of went into it because it, it kind of has a reputation now for being a super dark show, right? Mm -hmm. So originally I was going into it like, oh, what's this like super colorful animated show with uh, Will Arnett doing the voice? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so with my expectations different this time, uh, kind of viewing it more as a drama that is often very funny, I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to keep watching it. Um, on the topic of animated... Netflix shows. Has anybody watched the newest season of Archer? Nay. I've only seen the first like two seasons of Archer. I don't watch that show. Cyrus, have you gotten uh, Archer from your uh, sketchy uh, Topanga sites or whatever the fuck? Um, no, actually, I have difficulty watching really, really long series. So the only other long, long television series I watched was Breaking Bad. Hmm. Everything else is too difficult for me to get into. All right. I'm alone here. I feel it. It's tough, but should watch Last Chance You. Yeah, dude. 90-minute movies. Yeah, talk um, to this guy about 90-minute movies. Dude, Last Chance You update. I oh. finished season oh, yeah. two, part two, rather, and I'm on to part three. I've only seen the first episode of part three. What kind of vibes you getting? Um... So part three, I'm watching with Sarah and we're in one episode and she's like, I kind of like this coach. Really? And I was, I said to her, I was like, Matt described him as like abusive, but like uh, indisputably abusive. So I'm expecting him to take 
uh, downward turn. Yeah, I can't really remember exactly how much it gets into him in that first episode. Man, I think he's a little too relatable. harsh on him. No, dude, he's the worst. He's an asshole, but so is Buddy. In, and, in number yeah. three, in the opening episode so far, you know, like he yells at the kids, but not any more than Buddy does. Okay. Then. And all of the athletes seem to really like him. Like they, several of them have their one-off interviews and they're like, he just gets me. There's like, a couple moments where he goes a little too far, I feel like, with the, his choice of words. <laughs> but... Be, besides that, I like how he. I think I already talked about this the last time we talked about it, but I like how he actually will like admit fault when they fuck up. Buddy would never admit fault, and you mean when he when he fucks up? Yeah, when the coach fucks up, like he right. he doesn't always just blame the player. He's like, that was my bad. Like, let's you know get it back or whatever. But yeah, and he actually like praises his players. I don't feel like Buddy ever really praised them unless it was like he kind of felt guilty. At the end of the game, yeah. it was like, oh, for sure. we pulled that one out. You guys did great. <laughs> like, but the whole time before that, he was just like, oh, what poor buddy. The He's fuck? like so transparent. I think to anyone who spends time with him, they're like, you are so full of shit. <laughs> uh, I kind of appreciated just the different style. And like, there's the part where the three, I think it's three of the players in the first episode. They post a video of themselves like smoking weed and they're wearing like the school uniforms and stuff. And he's he brings him in. He's like, you guys are fucking idiots. Like, you're done. If this happens again, you're just done. And you have no one to blame but yourself because that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's like fucking morons. And then yeah. he just leaves the room and I'm like, great. That's all you have to say. Like if they don't get it after that, you're really, you're yeah. really wasting your time. Right. But at EMCC... They waste a lot of time with a lot of dudes who are willing to make mistake after mistake after mistake. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to do that later in the show. I'm sure we'll see more of that. But uh, anyway, it was just a different vibe. I'm kind of curious to see where it goes. Yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite season. They're all really good. Season two was the weaker one of one and two. I think it had. I, I just wasn't into the the players as much like they didn't have the same kind of novelty to them the quarterback was awesome but then he didn't get any scholarships or whatever i don't remember how that panned out for him you guys remember the quarterback from season two yeah i do yeah and they they um i thought he went to a smaller college i think he did end up going to a smaller college. yeah he does yeah i mean there's there's at the end of season three there's like a like a bonus episode that's basically for like all three seasons. Yeah, basically. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I'll be at the does end. it touch on season three at all? I thought it just caught up with EMCC from one and two. I don't remember, I but either way, it's, it's still. I mean, what was really interesting to see was what happened with the staff at the end of season two, because you know they're they're sticking it out and they all seem to be on the same page, and then toward the end of that second season buddy like goes off on the offensive coordinator right for no reason and then at uh, the end of the season reason. you don't remember there was a reason but was it justified maybe not. do you remember the reason he's like he always just smiles at me when he said like he like buddy is just sort of a paranoid i thought he like julius Caesar. was doing something on the sidelines that <laughs> buddy wasn't agreeing with and buddy was basically like i'm the fucking coach like 
bow down and he was like kind of like giving him lip or giving him you should watch that you should watch that scene again because it's like it's ridiculous <laughs> it's completely ridiculous like the coach clearly agrees with him he says yep you're right and then he's like what the fuck was that he's like what do you mean i just said you're right he's like you did that little smile that yeah, you sometimes... he's being smart with him i don't think he was <laughs> okay it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter we're spending way too much time on this but that offensive coordinator resigns with like it doesn't say he does it goes to a different school or anything i was like oh man i need more i need more dirt on this i also like the uh the lineman coach the one who's a former football player yeah with the pretty eyelashes sure and the braces yeah yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> the lineman coach has braces yeah the, the o-line coach i i mean i i watched I season was, one and two when they came out i think so he was defensive lineman coach Big black dude with braces. I don't remember braces. No, I'm talking about like teeth braces, right? Not like leg yeah. braces. No teeth braces. <laughs> <laughs> he's in both seasons. He's a major character. If I saw him, I'm sure I would remember. But he was always trying to get his players in line. I mean, just like the rest of the coaches. No, but... dude, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. You did watch it a while back. Um. Okay, so it's getting kind of late here while we're recording. Um, there's. I have two rewatches. That's all I got. Cyrus, did you have any? Uh, was it just um, Better Call Saul you want to touch on? Yeah, that's about it. I haven't rewatched any movies recently. Okay. And then, Travis, I know you want to talk about Mandy, and I am curious to hear what you have to say about that. Um, let me be uh, quick on a few here. That guy. That guy had braces? Mm hmm. Maybe. It... From... No, whatever you're going to say, no. <laughs> Oh, it looks like he works for Murray State now. He's one of the coaches on the the show we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so I want to hear about Mandy. But um, did you see a simple favor? Yep. Do you want? I plan on seeing that. Do you want to talk about it now briefly, or do you want to hold off till next episode? Um, I can hold off till next episode. Okay. What What else you want to talk about? Uh, well, I just want to further comment that. I feel like I didn't make a great case for Skate Kitchen, but it's amazing. Don't sleep on it. Okay. <laughs> is uh is that going to be hitting like VOD? Is it already on uh, VOD? I don't know. Like... It was just in theaters, so I'm assuming it's probably going to come out towards the end of the year on DVD or streaming or whatever. Okay, I was definitely intrigued. <clears throat> yeah, me too. It, it sucks it didn't get a uh, bigger release, especially around here. Uh, but I'll stick to new releases. So uh, I saw a Puzzle. It has one the of the, the lamest plots ever. Um, <laughs> it's it about solving a jigsaw puzzle. Basically, like this to save your life. This housewife is obsessed with puzzles, and then she like finds a partner to do puzzles with, and then they like enter a puzzle competition. Oh God! What the the plot sounds terrible, but it, it's a decent movie. Um, the only thing that was kind of weird about it was her obsession with puzzles was kind of weird. Like, <laughs> no, like the most strange obsession, like she gets a puzzle as a gift and then she calls her friend and was like, where did you get this? Like, I need more of these things. Like she's never heard of them or just like doesn't know where to go. And they kind of play into like her being like a secluded housewife who doesn't know much and like isn't in tune with technology. But like, in this day and age, it's like 
No, I'm not buying that. Like, <laughs> you have a smartphone, go to Amazon.com or whatever, pull up the app. You got puzzles in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, takes a fucking train to the city to go buy a puzzle at some, like, specialty puzzle shop. And it's like, this is 2018. <laughs> you got all the puzzles in the world at your disposal, girl. <laughs> yeah. Like, go to the thrift shop down the street. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of puzzles. But then you run the risk of it not having all the pieces. Oh, that which would is be a probably, She would probably kill herself. Oh, yeah, dude. She's a fucking wish. She literally, like, builds the puzzle, takes it apart. Builds the puzzle, takes it apart. Wait, and wait. it's all about, like, building it the fastest. These are just jigsaw puzzles, right? Yeah. They're not, like anything more complicated no no, it's just like the yeah your basic puzzle <laughs> i mean i feel i feel like thousand pieces <laughs> i'm a little like puzzled i'm puzzled <laughs> but i feel like out in this world there are people that probably are like that and i feel a little cruel like laughing at mm. that but can you imagine if she got a, her hands on a set of legos though oh my god hey you can be a fan of puzzles but at least like know where to buy them like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel you on it <laughs> everyone has their thing i get it but um yeah it was a decent movie like the relationship between the two it's the guy from uh, life of pi and then uh the indian boy yep and then the girl is uh the wife of llewellyn in no country for old men oh i like her yeah those two really yep hmm but yeah, it's it's a decent like love relationship type movie. Um, what's his face? Uh, Pam's fiance in the office. He plays her husband. Oh, Roy. Yeah, he <laughs> he's so typecasted for that role. Like Is the it? the douchebag, like Cuckold. husband. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that guy just loves getting cucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it was decent. Um, I also saw Juliet naked. Mm, how's that? It's not as steamy as you'd hope by the title. <laughs> uh, it's got your boy. Do you Ryan even know Gosling? about this? No, Ethan Hawke. Oh, what? What is this? Yeah. You never heard of this? Oh, no, I've heard of it, oh, but okay. I don't think I know anything about it. Uh, it's got Chris O'Dowd, Rose Byrne, who's never looked better, by the way. Is she maybe. Juliet Naked? Uh, no. Oh. Juliet is the name of Ethan Hawke's like first album so he's like a musician in this world oh. and the whole story is her boyfriend chris o'dowd is obsessed with ethan hawk as a musician oh i have heard of this yeah. okay and then she ends up starting a relationship with ethan hawk uh on that note of movies with musicians isn't there this one with a country singer coming out soon oh yeah did you Star see the trailer for that i've oh, seen like that a million times oh my god <laughs> That looks fucking terrible. I will say the trailers are borderline brutal, but I'm still excited to see it. I mean, Maybe it's time to let the old way. It has Lady die. Gaga, and she's <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, and I've heard good things about it. I think there's like a ton of buzz out of some film festival yeah. tiff. Um, but uh, yeah, the trailer. Some of the moments are like eye rollingly bad. Yeah, like the newest one, he asks if he sh if he can touch her nose, and it's just like. What? I mean, I just felt like it touch her boob. The the whole movie is just <laughs> seems like a, I don't know, kind of like masturbatory almost. Like it's just kind of a jerk off for himself. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a Cooper Fest. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Visionary director. 
Bradley Cooper. Even with <laughs> all of the buzz behind that movie, I'm still really not that interested. I'll still go see it. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer, though, I've, they need to just like stop playing it. Everyone has seen it. It makes me not want to see yeah, it. Yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer by now, then you live Watch under it. a rock. <laughs> I <No>. don't like <laughs> I don't like the new trailer either. The one that's basically just one conversation right, between them. I don't like that one either. Touching her nose. <laughs> hey, yeah. I just wanted to see you one, one yeah. more time. <laughs> just want to take one more look at you. There we go. <laughs> all you got to do is trust. That's all you got to do. <laughs> So bad. Uh, you want to take it away, Tom? Huh? Anyways, I was watching um, Five Foot Two, the uh, Lady Gaga documentary on Netflix. Oh right yeah, and it opens up, and they're like, "Why are there, why are there balloons in your house?" And she's like, "Oh, um, this movie just got greenlit, and." Uh, Bradley Cooper's directing it and he wants me to be in it, so I'm gonna star in the movie. It's called A Star is Born. Oh my god. <laughs> that's in That's in Five Foot Two, the documentary? Yeah, it's like the first five minutes. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is she not into it or did she you make it sound like she's above the the project? Hey, dude, it's just a different lifestyle, man. She's just fucking famous. Uh, she's also in the process of bidding to be that the Super Bowl halftime show. Like they find out or pretty early in the documentary that she got it, you know, and she's just in the car and they're like, any news, you know, have they voted? And she's like, I think we're going to get it. Feel good about this guys. I think we're going to get it. I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, it's a different world. I feel like that Bradley Cooper movie, maybe it's kind of like a, just a really, really elaborate advertisement scheme. You know, even the first five minutes of Lady Gaga's documentary, they probably paid it <laughs> off or something like that. It's like, yeah, put this in the first five minutes. We'll pay you $20 million. Right. <laughs> right. We're going to start the hype early. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so... It's weird. She's not super charismatic, at least not 30 minutes in. Sure. Uh, Juliet Naked. Back to continue. Juliet Naked, yeah. Yes. So, basically... Ethan Hawke's character, he's, his name is Tucker Crow, but he like put out an album and then he like didn't do anything for years. And then there's like all the skeptical of like what he's been doing. And Chris O'Dowd is like the leader of the, the like message boards that they run for this Tucker Crow musician. And he is obsessed. Like it was kind of weird and kind of funny because I feel like I could relate to him a bit as far as like obsessing over stuff that like ultimately doesn't matter or you know like just obsessing over pop culture and like trying to share that with someone and they don't really get the same reaction out of it but you're just like what are you talking about this is the greatest thing ever right it's not reciprocated (laughs) and you're just kind of flabbergasted by that yeah Yeah. so he's like completely obsessed with this guy and then his girlfriend just doesn't get it but then like through this like weird turn of events she like gets in contact with Tucker Crow and then they like start a relationship. Um, I thought the first hour was really good and I really liked Chris O'Dowd's character. I thought he was super funny. Um, and I liked Rose Byrne as well as well. Ethan Hawke was okay in it. They mm, well, slow your roll there, bud. Ethan yeah, Hawke was okay. I mean, he was good in it, but like he wasn't like the, the standout and the movies kind of like two movies in one where half of it's like about, Chris O'Dowd and Rose Byrne's relationship, but then the other half is about Ethan Hawke and all all of his like past relationships because he's had like I don't know how many kids, but 
a handful of them all with different women and they're all trying to like reconnect with him and he's just been like a a shitty dad like he just has kind of just like done his own thing and kind of like lived in silence for years or whatever but i thought it was good it was better than a puzzle at least worth a watch cool i saw peppermint did you you didn't talk about that one last time no i talked about how terrible that movie looks and that anyone who wants to see that is mm. i don't remember what word i used but it was something offensive um i apologize Were your suspicions confirmed no okay so i don't know if it's because i was just in a good mood or i had the lowest expectations but i thought peppermint was pretty great for what pretty it was great for what it was <laughs> if you, you want a star reference three and a half. Oh, so the predator pretty great yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed it. I bought into Jennifer Garner. I thought the action sequences were cool. Um, she sells them. There's like a perfect amount of cheese in the movie. It's not too much that like makes me want to like blow my brains out. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, it's very like typical, been done a million times. It There's one twist in it that makes no sense. It's just like it was trying to throw you off just to throw you off. Like, like worse than searching as far as like plot twists go. <laughs> um, and ultimately that twist doesn't even matter, but it's like the movie was trying to like sneak one by and it's like, no, nice try. But pretty kick-ass movie. <laughs> what is this like a Taken style movie or what? Uh, it's I would say it's very Atomic similar to like Blonde. Death Wish or like The Punisher. Okay. Her family gets killed and then she goes on this rampage for vengeance. And her signature is to leave behind a peppermint. No. The way the whole peppermint <laughs> name gets shoehorned in the movie is awful. Mm. Her daughter orders a peppermint-flavored cone early on in the movie. So then she calls herself peppermint. Oh, barf. The, the one sin of this movie is there was no training montage sequence. <laughs> Huge it was missed mis- opportunity. Yeah, I was like, so is it just like five years later, and then she's like trained? Pretty yeah. much. They like they do a little bit where they're like, where has she been? And then they like find videos for her doing like MMA in Thailand and stuff. And it's just oh, like, training videos. That's... No, like she's like in a fight on oh, YouTube or something. It. Yeah, it's but like they did that instead of like a training montage. And I wanted work out to videos see... on her Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Just doing yoga. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing the 21-day fix at home. No? Okay. Hmm? I don't know that. No, it's a Beachbody program. Oh. Beachbody. I already got one of those. <laughs> I This isn't a new release, but uh, I watched casting John Bonet. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I didn't really like it. I thought it was weird. It was weird, right? Yeah. The the idea or just like the, yeah, I guess like the execution was just kind of weird. And it was like oddly f- like funny at times, like especially towards the beginning when they were doing reenactments. I wanted to laugh, but I was like, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> but this is so like over the top and like, I don't know. It was really weird, like tonally. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like bad auditions. So, I mean, I think you are kind of supposed to, I think the weird tonal shifts are intentional because it's actors, still weird it is no it's kind of uncomfortable yeah not always in a good way yeah and just the whole idea of it's kind of odd like they basically tricked these 
people ended like thinking they were going to do like a, a reenactment or just some sort of like drama audition for an actual like yeah. movie about John Bonet. And then they end up just using like all of the like rehearsal clips and all that and kind of shoehorn that into like a documentary. That's what like, that movie talking about? heads and stuff. Yeah, it's really weird. They interview them about the John Bonet case, but the reason the people are there is because they're auditioning to play someone in that story. So it's like a documentary and that they're asking questions about like, what are your thoughts on who did it? What do you think about this? But what- yes, some of the people aren't even really connected to the story and it's almost just like, well, where were you or how did you feel at the time that you heard of this? And I, don't know, I just feel like I could have, like it'd be more interesting just to read about the story online than watch this. It's a pretty interesting experiment. Though, well, yeah, it, it's an interesting experiment, but as far as like, it, like an educational or engrossing documentary, it failed sure it's on netflix really weird don't watch it (laughs) uh i watched revenge came out earlier this year it's currently on shutter get a seven day free trial or 30 day if you got the right code (laughs) which travis has yeah i have that yeah i got a note in my phone with the code saved nice nice uh i thought this was pretty awesome the only thing that I could knock for it is that it's very familiar. It's kind of like peppermint where it's been done a million times, but the way it was done was very well executed. It's uh very stylish. It's got a, uh, some good score to it. Any neon like, colors. Oh yeah. Tons of neon. It's great. Right on. And uh, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit with what happens. It's kind of like, like supernatural in a sense where like you don't really believe that she could survive what she went through but it's almost like a a rebirth type thing like star wars the last jedi with uh princess leia yeah kind of like that but i mean this is set in reality so it's a little bit harder to stomach but uh i was able to look past that okay but yeah um Really good. You guys should watch it on Shutter. Revenge. I gotta look and at this. I'm saving the best for last. I saw Mandy, the new Nick Cage flick. Uh, it is unlike anything I've seen before. I told Matt that it's like a combination of The Road Warrior meets Hobo with the Shotgun meets... David Lynch meets there's maybe one or two others. I don't know. It's a really weird movie. It's super trippy and it feels like a dream slash nightmare pretty much the entire time. A lot of like red and blue colors and like images like superimposed on other images and the first hour is kind of slow, but then it it picks up towards the end. The first hour is kind of just like setting the scene and like building atmosphere. And then the second half is like a revenge tale fantasy type thing. Uh, Nick Cage definitely goes off the rails. There's some moments that were pretty funny and uh, pretty shocking. I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer beforehand because it spoils at least a couple of them. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't really know what to think of this movie or what even happened, but I'm really into it. <laughs> uh, the score is awesome. I was listening to it all day today. Um, I really want to watch it again. 
So you mentioned you mentioned it's on video on demand. Yep. How much of the theater experience am I going to lose? Uh, probably quite a bit, just because everything's better in the theater, and the sound is like cranked up pretty loud in the theater. Yeah. And you had the whole crowd vibe too, but it should they still were be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it should still be cool at home. Yeah, I'm tempted to rent it slash just buy it yeah. on demand. I think I'll probably rent it at home. So speaking of uh, not seeing trailers before a movie, there was one trailer that I saw uh, last night when I go went to see. Uh, what was it last night? Night before that, see that shitty ass movie. Um, <laughs> it was like some sort of like zombie nazi movie or something like that that's coming out overlord. overlord that's it and it had this kind of like castle wolfenstein feel to it yeah and i actually thought that trailer was pretty well done like kind of got you an idea of the whole feel of the movie without giving away the whole like what is that weird serum thing yeah and i don't know i'm kind of kind of feeling it i'm excited for that movie i'm a little like hesitant and this was a movie that was in the Cloverfield universe, but now it's not, right? Correct. Yeah, I thought they did a really, really good job with the trailer in drawing me in because otherwise I probably wouldn't have been interested at all. Yeah, it looks like it could be really cool. I'm excited. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Travis? I don't think so. All right. Is that it? No, well, I don't have anything else. I mean, I have some rewatches, but I feel like we're already kind of, you know. Yeah, we've got like a million rewatches at this point. Shall Um, we bring it to a close? Yeah. uh, The only thing I wanted to mention real quick, uh, I watched uh, Dear Zachary, a letter to a father from his son or something like that. With Haley, who had never seen it. Oh, you told me to watch that. I still haven't seen Brutal. it. Brutal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is like the fifth or sixth time I've seen it, and it still fucking devastated me. Haley fucking died. <laughs> it's. <laughs> you gotta yeah. watch that, Tom. It's okay. A fucking bloodbath. Where do I? Where do I find it? Uh, no longer on Netflix, but it is on Amazon. Nice. Okay. It was on Prime. Be emotionally prepared, though. Like it, like and going as cold excited. as possible. Be, be excited to like, die. <laughs> no, like no, as least as possible. Yeah, don't look anything up. Just it's called just search Dear Zachary. The less you know about the don't story, don't read the, the little synopsis. Just nothing. Press play. Star rating five, four. Because it's a pretty poorly made documentary, mm-hmm. but the story is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's must-see filmmaking, but it's just like it kind of feels like a amateur filmmaker. Like he just happened to be involved in the story. Like the filmmaker is directly mm-hmm. involved in the story, right? He's bad at making movies, but, but he just happened to stumble and be a part of this fucking crazy. It's story. almost it's like one of those documentaries that starts out as one thing but then turns into another. Icarus. <laughs> yeah yes. kind of like that my favorite reference of the year um, <laughs> uh does it there's nothing else i want to mention hmm. okay okay any uh, last thoughts nope negative ghostwriter cool uh next time on the show i think life itself 
going to be one of the future reviews. Tom, oh, the Roger Ebert documentary that. from a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Tom, you know that one? Uh, n- no, I'm going to look at it right now. It's the the melodrama with uh, Oscar Isaac, Olivia Wilde, from the guy who did This Is Us. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> huh. I don't think I've... It looks like This Is Us, the movie. Yes. <laughs> Antonio and, Banderas? Yes. <laughs> Initial reviews, pretty terrible, but I feel like this could be this year's The Book of Henry. I said that to Travis earlier. Still haven't seen The Book of Henry. Looks I feel like you need to just to like weigh in and just see. like. Or it could be like This Year's Stuck in Love. <laughs> <laughs> this um, Year's Stuck on You. Oh, yeah. Classic. And then um, what else is coming out? There's at least we one want to other... see White Boy Rick still, right? Yeah, I would like to see White Boy Rick. Yes, uh, I would like to see a simple favor. Um, there's also, oh god, I knew earlier what it the was. The clock movie with <laughs> yeah, House with the Cox in its butt or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, let me pull up a list real quick. Oh, Fahrenheit eleven nine. I'm interested to see. That's the new Michael Moore documentary. Mm-hmm. And The Sisters Brothers. Oh, yeah. I want to see Joaquin that. Phoenix and John C. Riley. Dude, the poster yeah. or whatever it is for 11.9 is amazing. With oh, yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump hitting a golf <laughs> that's awesome. ball into the White House that's on fire. <laughs> what a great image. It's 2018 in a nutshell. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that is going to do it for this episode. Cyrus, thank you again for joining us. You're always welcome back on the show. Thank you for having me. Give us your best uh, predator sound. Uh, what predator sound? Preferably the clicking one. The clicking one? I don't yeah. think I can do any of the predator sounds. I don't know any of them off the top of my head. Mm, no. All right. I try. Um, Let's hear yours then. No, no. Yeah. This was oh. the spur of the moment <laughs> thing. Yeah, I can't. That was a hazing ritual. Here for- we go. <laughs> Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Was that an attempt? No, I can't stop laughing. (laughs) 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 So glad I didn't try. I give up. I can't got do a it. hairball. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, Travis said it sounds like uh, like radiation, like the Geiger Geiger yeah. counter is that what they call him? Like the. I think it sounds more like those frog things, the, the wooden frog things. Oh frog yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I Here we go with now. the amphibians again. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Maybe let me practice and then maybe next time. Okay. Um, okay. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Send us an email, as always, cinephilesdigest at gmail.com. Follow us on all of our social media profiles. Tell your friends. Everything helps. Yes. Yeah, smash that like button. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back soon. Bye. Yellow.
Oh shit, what episode is this? 49? 49? It's not 49. Dude, mm-hmm. yes it is. Every dude, episode this is episode like, 69. This is like 45. No way, dude. The last one we did was 43, bro. No. So that would make this one 45. We're getting really close to 50. <laughs> Yeah, dude, 43, Crazy mm-hmm. Rich Asians. Get out of here. Got you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs>